everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa Curry-Lowitz and I am here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. My Stay Wild Organics Medicinal Mushroom Collection includes Rishi for stress and anxiety support, Turkey Tail for immune system support, Lion's Mane for memory and brain support, and Cordyceps for energy, performance, and libido. Stay Wild Organics offers full-spectrum mushrooms grown in North America that you can take in either capsule form or in a powder. I personally take the capsules as I feel like they're easier to incorporate into my daily routine. However, Both forms deliver the most comprehensive and potent product possible. These are the only supplements I take now, and I begin to feel the benefits almost immediately. If you're curious and want to incorporate some of the magic of medicinal mushrooms into your life, my friends over at Stay Wild Organics are offering all the listeners of Elisa Unfiltered a 10% discount on any purchase you make from now until August 2020 with the promo code ELISA10. That's a 10% discount on any mushroom product store-wide with the promo code ELISA10. Just go to staywildorganics.com, that's wild with a Y, and enter the promo code ELISA10 at checkout. I only endorse products that I have researched and I've tried and tested, so you get the Elisa stamp of approval. And now for today's episode. Hello, podcast fam. Welcome to another episode of Elisa Unfiltered. My name is Elisa Curry-Lowitz. I'm your host, your hostess with the mostest. And today it is Wednesday, May the 27th. It is a beautiful day out in Ottawa. I am so excited to go outside after this. It's also my mom and stepdad's 20th wedding anniversary, I believe. So yay, happy anniversary, mom. I hope I got the date right. I'm second guessing myself now, but I'm pretty sure it is. (laughs) Anyhow, today on the show, I have a really great episode with a guest that I'm super excited about. But I think before we get into that, it is now the perfect time to go hit pause, subscribe, you know, leave a five-star rating and a written review of my show. That would be fabulous. So thank you so much for taking the time to do that. If you've already done it, oh, I love you. It means a lot. Today, I am chatting with an old ski buddy of mine, Brandon Fallis. We met back in the mid-90s. We used to rip moguls together uh, at the national and international levels. We both skied for Canada together in the early 2000s, and we share in the passion for high-performance sport. Now, following both of our ski careers, we went in different directions. Brendan used all of his skills as a high-performance athlete and transferred them into real-life city living. He moved to New York City and began to revolutionize the DJ industry. Fast forward 10 years, ad entrepreneur, thought leader, social media influencer, YouTuber, and a title I'd personally like to add, health-conscious, self-love, self-care guru, Brendan Fallis has become one of the most sought-out curators in the industry. Whether it's a DJ gig or partnership, Brendan is the go-to for brands around the globe because of his distinct aesthetics, digital presence, and incredible taste. 
Over the last few years, Brendan has provided music for some of the most high-profile events and campaigns for clients across the spectrum, such as Absolute, Chanel, Audi, GQ, Louis Vuitton, Samsung, Taco Bell, and Viacom, amongst others. Brendan has been featured in publications such as GQ, Vogue, and Men's Health. He has also been included in the best dress list for Vanity Fair and Mr. Porter and was named one of the 15 hottest men to follow on Instagram by MSN. Most recently, Brendan started a YouTube channel to share more long-form content from his work, house, home, travels, and healthy lifestyle, which is an awesome channel, by the way. I had the most fun time reconnecting and picking his brain on all things health and wellness in today's fast-paced world, and I can't wait to share it with all, share it all with you. So let's get started. Here is Brendan Fallis. All right, on the line, on the Skype video phone, I'm looking at and speaking to my old friend, Brendan Fallis. Hi, Brendan. How are you? Oh. I'm great. How are you? Wait, are we recording video too? No, we're not. I'm just looking at you. Okay. Video. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm looking at you too. Yeah. So here we are. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, um, where are you right now? Speaking of where, here we are. Um, I'm in Long Island, New York. Long Island, New York. So I live in New York City, but we uh, spend some time out east, kind of as you would go to cottage country. Yeah. In Canada. Um, similar vibes but with a beach similar vibes but oh, i would love a beach right now it's so hot in ottawa today it's like 30 degrees sunny no wind gorgeous wow, wow. yeah I take it I, I i would imagine it's something similar where you are you're not that far from me no it's uh probably the exact same weather <laughs> um so you are on you were mentioning you were on a commune? Is that what I just heard you say earlier? Oh, yeah. So we have a house here, and at the start of uh, the current situation we're in, we brought in some friends who lived in smaller New York City apartments. We yeah. all kind of live in small apartments, so it's nice to have space. Yeah. So we uh, we got to be out here and kind of existing in a larger circumstance, which has been really nice. Yeah. And, like, everyone sharing duties, laundry, food, you know, outdoor work. We're gardening. <laughs> it's just become, like, an actual... <laughs> we're working out at different times it's super fun but it's a good way to stay like kind of mentally healthy i'm finding versus like not that i don't love my wife and could spend all the time with her mm -hmm. but you know just like other conversations and other things happening it's just a little more engaging and interesting on the regular because we're 75 days here straight so i was gonna say like we are into are almost into our third month so yeah that must be really interesting so your life like i watch you on social media i've been following you for years i love all your content you're super engaging uh you guys you're married you live in new york city you're from toronto you also go to toronto sometimes too right like your parents still live there yeah my parents live two hours north of toronto um and i go up there a couple times a year but not not as frequently as I would like because mm -hmm. regularly I do travel kind of once a week for work. Yeah. So it's a little tough to do more traveling. The personal travel is a little tougher. I got to make time for it, you know? I do. I do know. Well, yeah. I, I, I kind of knew your Toronto roots though, because of how we met, we used to ski back in probably 1996 together yeah, on the, on, I think I've, probably met you when you were 14 or 15 i was probably 15 yeah and on yeah the ontario freestyle team 
We're, yeah. I don't even know if we were on the team together, but we were always at the same events. Because I was only on the team for one year. And I think the only guys were Warren Tanner and you and Hardy. And maybe this yeah, other guy, I, I forget his I name. I think I just moved up, but then you were on... Then I went to national, national team. team when yeah. I was, but then I blew my knee out that first year. Yeah, so we skied on so Team Canada never, together. Yeah. We never shared a year together. Yeah. <laughs> we got close. We got close. That's pretty cool. It's really cool to like prepare for this podcast because I'm going down memory lane and I'm like, yeah, it's so weird how um, so much time can pass. But as I sit here and look at you and talk to you, it's almost like it was yesterday. Yep. Yeah, it could be the same thing. Yeah. That's very, it's really you've cool. Also, you've, you've also aged really well, so there's, you look the same. <laughs> so it makes it a lot easier. Oh, I can't wait to talk to you about age because I, yeah, I have a big <laughs> question in the podcast coming up. But I want to go back. So um, you are now home body, uh, homestead. I don't know what the word is during this yeah. thing. How, how are you doing with that? Because your life was go, 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 travel. Like you yeah. travel for work you travel for pleasure basically it seems to me watching every week somewhere new sometimes twice yeah yeah sometimes you go three places in one week yeah no short of like around the world you know it's not like you're just on a proper tour as a band and you're like following a route it's like oh you have to be in LA here and Hong Kong tomorrow and yeah back to Canada and then like it's just very strange but um it's kind of sorry there's sirens in the background right now that's, yeah, um okay. it's good i mean i love traveling and if i don't travel for like two weeks i get pretty or i used to get pretty kind of antsy and anxious yeah. about the fact that i wasn't moving around and i even though new york's such a fun hustle bustle city i would get a little like i gotta get on a plane where am i going have to do yeah. something but i yeah. think a lot of that which is interesting, I've just been thinking about it now since I've been in this situation, is like driven by Instagram, you know, because yep. it inspires you or you see your friends doing other things. Yep. Like in the summer, you're like, oh, I should be in Greece. Why am I not in Greece? Everyone's in Europe or something, you know? <laughs> yep. But then this summer, I'm assuming we'll just be like, no one's anywhere. So this is great. You're like more happy to be complacent and like just stuck where you are. So I don't, I don't know. If it's a kind of a weird time to be battling that question, I guess, because yeah. the circumstances are different. But in general, at overarching, it is so nice to be in one place. You know, I've always kind of missed routine. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, people hate routine. Like, they don't want to go to the office every day, do the same thing, go to the gym at the same time, eat the same food. But when you're moving so much and changing time zones and, like, the variable is always changing, it's really nice to have, like, a constant for a while because I'm getting so yeah. many things done that I've always tried to or been thinking about but then I just get pushed around because you know you, you your list seems to change when you're tired and you're stressed and you're moving sure you know it's tough to get work tough to get actually ideas into motion that you've been thinking about for a while so that's been nice and did that whole process was that a process for you to sort of come to terms with that you're good settled in or was it was it just kind Not of like really, a bang? It just all happened at once for everyone. Yeah. And we like couldn't move. So you just, it just was what it was. I think had the situation been different, it would have been a process to understand like you're not going anywhere for a while. But mm-hmm. I don't think, uh, yeah, again, just super weird circumstance. So I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> I think it's like mentally very healthy for me. 
I'm like meditating every morning, working out in the morning, or going for runs, which I, you know, when I'm in the city, I have to run from, we live on Broadway, so you have to like run to the east or west side to just get started on like a nature run. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't like city block running. It feels, yeah. Like I'm just not, I don't like starting and stopping. I like just going. Yeah. Um, so here I can just kind of leave my house and run and see the ocean. It's oh. just like mentally much, much better of a situation. So I want to talk a little bit more about your routine because one, some of the things that I see with you, I mean, you live a very healthy looking lifestyle and you, I don't know, sometimes you get into like the biohacking stuff and like supplements and just yeah. some really neat stuff that you and your wife both do and your friends that I just, I, I always... You're kind of like my go-to phone a friend on Instagram for like neat new <laughs> shit you are doing. The lifeline, the, the last call. Yeah. Um, and and your workout routine and everything. So let's get into that routine because you you started it in the morning. So what does your yeah. day look like right now? Um, I'm trying to wake up and meditate every weekday morning. Mm-hmm. I just think the weekend I like to try and sleep in even though I can't. But I feel like... Sure meditation is still a task for me and not a pleasure which I'm trying to get over the hump of yep but it feels like it's part of my work day which probably some meditation guru would say that's the wrong way to even start looking at this but um I'm just happy I'm doing it in general so I, I try and start with that either some breath work or meditation I've been using this thing called a core ball yeah which they sent me which is really cool it takes your pulse and kind of your heart rate variability and it's kind of guides you through some stuff, so it's kind of cool. Um, and then either I'll jump into work because I'll have calls and stuff like that and take a run later or work out outside later. But I'm big into outdoor workout, and we don't have a home gym um, or of any sort, um, not even a bike or something. So it's I'm pretty weather dependent, okay. um, which last month was terrible, so I didn't really stay in shape as much as I'd like, <laughs> but now I'm really getting after it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I try and... I think it's just working out for me, I would say similar to you as having an athletic upbringing and background and taking athleticism and you're into a career path. Yeah. At some point, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of being what we were and I think, but it really like gave me all these things to stick to from setting goals, you know, staying in shape, understanding like the mentality around state and shape and how much time you have to dedicate to something to make a change. Yes. I think like, you know, how many runs did we do from top to bottom that were the exact same run for 10 plus years of our lives just to get muscle memory into focus. So I think, you know, I'm not unaware that you need to put in work to get results where I think a lot of people are looking for quick, you know, get rich, quick schemes on their body. Yeah. Um, but that being said, there is things you can do, like you said, biohacking and stuff. You know, I'm big into professionals who know what they're talking about and doctors, nurses, health consultants. Um, I've kind of found my small people I like to work with, but been through quite a few things. I've largely been guided by my wife because she goes really deep on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It's her business. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so taking, you know, I take a handful of vitamins each morning. Um, get my blood and hormones tested every six months, um, which I think helps a lot. And then just try eating's my eating and drinking are my biggest battles. As okay. we know, skiing and that lifestyle was a great party lifestyle for a bit. <laughs> and we all started drinking 
a pretty young age probably and yeah. pushed through so i'm still pretty consistent on and also say canadians in general yeah like 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 to consume more booze than really people i know in america yeah i mean really? british for sure are up there just like pounding booze um and europeans but more than americans definitely like socially we hold our own pretty well um so i just try and balance you know i like to find my balance i'm not a big peaks and valleys guy I try and mm-hmm. contain like uh maintain a median line throughout it but it all i totally hear what you're saying about the skills that you develop as an athlete and how they transfer yeah. and i i do think that the the diet and exercise go together you build skills in your diet and you build skills in your exercise as well and like the the food element i talk about this a lot in my show because everyone kind of has their own thing i mean for me i have learned over the years that i'm sensitive to certain foods i i've Mm -hmm. learned that what when i consume something what it's going to do to my body (laughs) positive or negative and so i've started to really consciously eat and pay attention to uh to all things that i'm consuming and that even goes with like water and alcohol i just did 109 days of no drinking uh which was to start 2020 i was doing a liver cleanse it was there was a means to an end like i wasn't doing it uh indefinitely i was doing it for 100 days and then i went a little longer um and man the alcohol crazy 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 what things are like i mean i can only imagine what i would look like if i just from my health perspective if i didn't consume as much you know a nightly glass of wine plus more um but i just enjoy it you know absolutely now become like part of my social lifestyle like presence yeah online too and a, a means to business and whatever you know so it's just part of the whole thing another thing on the just as we're talking about like what athletics gave you i have this theory and i'd be interested to hear your opinion on it that yeah you know people who do individual sports growing up and as a career like us versus who do team sports end up working in an entrepreneurial environment versus a team environment yeah like even like they might go like listen you're your own person on a hockey team but you might go into commercial real estate because you have a structure that can support you, but you still can excel individually within it. Yeah. But we're like, as a tennis player or a skier or something, like you're just used to failing and succeeding on your own. You trust no one but yourself to like get it done at the end of the day. Yeah. I think it's like a really interesting correlation. Trust no one but yourself. I've yet to hear anyone do like a proper paper on it or like a study. But yeah. I think what an interesting gotta, study. Yeah, there's got to be, like, it really, because, like, you're training your mind at this level to just, like, you suck, you failed. If you want this, go get it, you know, versus, like, we got to work together and, like, let's all win, you know? And, like, if you fall down, someone will pick you up. Like, we don't have that from where we're from, you know? Okay, I'm actually, my mind is blasting. like, what you're doing, it's, like, you're you're approving my theory. You know, like, you're an exact example of that. You're, like, I don't Mm -hmm. go start a corporate job. I'm just here making my own, and I'm, like so happy doing it yeah and learning from all your mistakes and just like pushing forward it's true the the learning to fail thing as an athlete is uh probably one of the biggest skills that i've had Uh, i mean i've learned uh 
I don't really like the word failure, to be honest. I've stopped using it more and more yeah. as I get older and realize that it's ju- it just is. It's an experience. It's uh, a learning lesson just to, to create a positive out of it. Yeah, exactly. It's just a learning lesson. So, however, when you are by yourself and you have to take full responsibility for who you are in that moment, it's, it's a big, it's a powerful thing to do when you're like in your teenage years. You want to blame everyone around you, your parents, mm-hmm. your coaches, the snow, your skis, whatever it was as an athlete. But when it comes down to it, you know fundamentally inside when you're, that you're responsible. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's really... And as you get older, like if you were skiing at like age 25, you'd probably just take it on yourself that, listen, I messed up, it's me. Right. But, you know, when you're younger, you're still try- trying to figure out how to like navigate the world and relationships, so you just pass the buck on everyone. But yeah, you internally feel it. Mm-hmm. It's you. You, you know, know it's you. Like, I could have done better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so let's keep going with your regime. So you are... What's next? You're working out. You're working. Uh, are you? Yeah, then just eating. I've been intermittent fasting, so I try not to eat till What's like your 1 p.m. because you're supposed to eat in an eight-hour window. Yeah. But I just, you know, New York works on later hours, so when I started doing it, like I don't eat dinner in the city till 9, 10 p.m. Oh, my God. You know, God. just because how the day runs and, like, when people want to eat for dinner, like, no one eats out at 7. I mean, people do, but... You know, yeah, I do. Yeah, I like eight thirty, nine p.m. Like that's when you go out for dinner. You know, you're never mm-hmm. in bed till midnight. So I just moved it from like one or two to eight or nine yeah. um, in the day. So that's kind of how I keep my you know eating regime going. Have you been doing that for um, a long time? Have you been intermittent fasting for a while? Um, I'm on and off when I want to like kind of start looking a little better. Yeah. So you notice like, it. I you just, notice it in your body composition. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it helps you lean out pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and my food is like really, as you were saying, like I know exactly if I eat pizza and bread and pasta, like yeah, it hits me pretty quickly. Yeah. In America. Yeah. In Europe, not so much. Yeah. You know, but I'm also like walking way more, and the the quality's better there. But in here, you know, I just try to eat pretty clean, protein, vegetables. Um, I'm a sucker for some cheese, but you know, yeah. try and keep it pretty clean as much as I can and drink coffee in the morning. That's about it. I just started drinking coffee. I'd never had coffee till like two years ago. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that was one of the questions I actually wanted to ask you because I recently, today actually is Mark's two weeks since I gave it up. Wow. I drink, I'm like a pot a day drinker. Um, I'm like a cup and I'm wired for the whole day. Oh, well, <clears throat> I've been having these dips, like these 3 p.m. dips that are like unavoidable under any yeah. circumstance. And I've been tr- battling them for like two years and or more even. And I gave up coffee and I have no dips. How interesting really? is that? Yes. So it's, interesting. It's really, I've been studying a lot on the liver and your body's ability to naturally detox and what the effects of caffeine do to your body. And it's like, yeah. it's really sure. interesting. Yeah. I'm sure it's not great. I don't think it's too bad either if you just have like a little shot of espresso or like half a cup of black. I just have black coffee, like half a cup because I try and keep the calories low. Yeah. But, I don't yeah. think it's bad either, but I'm. it's just an interesting little uh, self-human trials test totally. that I'm doing. It's like you did with the alcohol, you know? It's yeah. It's good to not become reliant on things, you know? Like you, 
that's like part of the control aspect too, is to understand that you can just stop things. Like you can stop drinking or it's a problem. You know, you can stop coffee or if you couldn't, you'd be like, wow, I have a really bad addiction to coffee. Like I gotta <laughs> stop this. You know, I think like it's good to understand and just like the adverse effect it gave you, you know, is important. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not tired at three now. That's amazing. Yeah, you- I was tired at two, two to 3 p.m. every day, napping mm-hmm. all the time. And luckily like I can, take a nap in my lifestyle but I'd take like a 15 minute even a five minute nap if I could get it oh man um and then I had all my hormones tested and I had the like almost no testosterone levels in my body really you're supposed to have between 800 and 1200 on the scale of like 2000 or whatever it is of whatever reading it is and I had 220 wow so what does that mean what was your body doing testosterone and then I think and it's because like adrenal fatigue and yeah. stresses really cause it to go down. Like just micro stresses beating you up. Yeah. New York City, you're just like constantly going. Plus all my travel, all the flying. Yeah. All the hour, like the time changes and the hours I exist in are just like, and just I just couldn't keep up. So I had to start doing like testosterone creams on the back of my knees and taking estrogen to balance it out and like all this stuff. And now I'm like, now I don't use any of that and I'm right in my zone. Like I was able to get it back to a natural production level. So how long did it take you to do that? Like a year. So you were focusing on your hormones for you. This is a common thing. I I believe it's a a seriously common thing for men and women. Women, it's a little bit more talked about than in men. Uh, There's like a a negative stigma towards low testosterone and high estrogen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I think like, it goes back to the similar things you're talking about that like, like men and women, women just openly talk about hormones. Mm-hmm. Men are like, you know, it's, they're too cool or something. You know, it's like, who cares? Yeah. yeah. If you can live better and feel better, like why the heck are you not talking about this as much as you can? You know? And did your doctor just figure this out or do you see a natural path or were you no, I to went a specialist? To a guy who I, I was recommended to him. He worked with some MBA athletes. Yeah. But he also like his main business is like helping older people. Because they're just like from sex drive to like in your 60s to like he'd do hormone therapy and then the 60-year-old guy would run a marathon. Interesting. Like like just crazy stuff because it's like as you grow older, it just depletes more and more and more and more. Like that's why your sex drive goes down. That's why you stop exercising. Like you just don't have energy because that's your main – like one of your main powers, you know. So um, anyway, he – yeah, does this and I – it's called Renew You Medical – and I just started working with him, and I've just really enjoyed it from all supplements to, um, you know, hormones when I needed them. And, yeah, just, like, keep uh, – try and get all your – It's uh, you know, I like to say your body – everyone treats wellness, and you'd appreciate this because you practice it, but everyone treats wellness from an outside-in perspective. Yeah. Which is, like, from mentality to – like all your levels of everything, it should all start here before you even go to the gym. Right. Like you should understand, like you should, you don't just drive your car if you didn't know the engine was working perfectly. You know, it's like yep. you figure out what's wrong with your engine and then your car works. Yeah. And then you shine it and stuff. But if your car didn't run, you would just sit there and wax your car. Like who would care? You know, you got yep. no one to go show. So like you want to make sure everything is working inside and understand, like that's what I think the future of training and health will be will be like a needle prick on your finger when you arrive at a gym. It'll throw it into a machine. It'll tell you like, okay, here's all the supplements you need. Here's the program you should do. 
here's how your body reacts to oh strength training versus weight training versus endurance and then go ahead you know because yeah. we're just too far along advanced scientifically to not do that it's kind of crazy that you don't you know like i feel like every trainer should be like go talk to this guy come back to me then <laughs> let's do some curls and you're like why you know like what are we doing yeah and some people respond differently to curls, doing curls than others. Like some people yeah. get jacked real fast. Others don't at all. Or like it's, that's an actual, I really like that idea, Brendan. You need to get on that. Like get, have your people call like. It's already happened. <laughs> it's already I'm, happened. I'm not the first thinker of it, but I just think more people should think about it that way. Yeah. And I, it's still like right now, it's just a hodgepodge. Like you have to. It's kind of like a murder mystery. You got to go find all your people and put together your team just to yes. get like your health going, you know. But I just think there should be like a one stop. Like, here's how it goes. We all show up. You do this. Let's get going. Because there's enough things to focus on as it is. Besides all that, mm-hmm. just in the gym and like understanding motivation just to get there every day. You know, what did yep. you eat to power that workout? And look at from skiing how much nutrition has changed remember it used to be like eat a bowl of pasta before you go yeah like the night before you need that energy and you're like what yeah like now i would never like slam a bowl of spaghetti the night before the contest i'd be like no thank you no that just puts you to sleep like let's get going (laughs) yeah so it's like everything changes so i it'll i think it's all gonna come just kind of has to it just well so do you take a little bit of a holistic approach then to your workouts and your food or are you all medical? No, I don't. Yeah, I mean, because trusting the system is one of like. Yeah, what's what's a what's a not holistic workout? I guess. Like holistic, um, I guess. Like you mean like using machines to like do no. stuff versus natural, or like I don't understand the workout. Um, like, no, like I, I get food and eating. No, it's like, like taking I don't eat only organic. I don't eat. Like, I just try and eat clean and healthy as much as I can. But when you're eating, I mean, now it's easier. We're ordering for some, like, when we're at home this long, we're ordering from, like, great suppliers and getting nice food. But in the city, you're eating out, like, six nights a week, like, five nights a week. Like, how do you know where, how do you know there's no butter on this or oils? Or how do you know your lettuce is really organic? Like, who knows? You know, it's like, there's so much non-transparency in food at the grocery stores it is, like, Yes. Like grass-fed chicken is literally like take a cage, set it down on some grass with a bunch of chicken in it, then move it back to where it was. And it's like, you're grass-fed chicken. It's like, well, not really, <laughs> but here we are. I guess you're uh, not wrong so, when you say grass-fed, but that's not the, the original yeah. definition of grass-fed. <laughs> yeah. It's like putting like labeling your handbag in Italy after it comes from China because you put that label on that said made in Italy. You know, it's like... Uh-huh. Was it really made in Like, definitely not. But um, So I just think you, as long as you're conscious doing the best you can, I think that's the that's the first hurdle, right? It's like, I want to do better. How do I do that? Like, how do I eat a little better today? How do I work out a little more or more more effectively? You know, it doesn't, you don't have to work out for three hours to work out more. It could just be a better half an hour workout. Right. Well, that was that's kind of what I mean by holistic work workouts. I mean... There's, I, I, there's a lot of medical, medically guided workouts. I think holistic is more like uh, thinking about your feelings and listening to your body and fueling it and all of those types of things first. Like that's kind of where you start. Yeah. 
Got you. I, I think... I would say, yeah, I would say, yeah, I practice that more than I just need to work out two hours every day and kill myself to right. be in the best shape of my life. Like, I know people who do that, and I'm like, you look great, but you got to be so sore all the time, and are you happy? Like, it seems almost like psychotic to treat your body like your body needs rest yeah you need a lot of water you know you again you can work out for half an hour and be way more effective than a shitty one hour workout so I think it just comes down to again getting started and then as you get more passionate about anything you educate yourself in the space right and you just become hopefully it goes that way rather than that way (laughs) Uh, can't speak for everyone you know people get crazy I think people the big problem with our society in general is the the quick digestion of everything. So everyone just wants to think faster, 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 yeah. faster. So like all these supplements that claim they're going to do all this work for you, like there just isn't, there's no limitless pill. There's no, you know, get shredded pill that's healthy. And, you know, you can yeah. have those pills that like suck out all your water weight, but then you're just so dehydrated. And of course you look ripped, but like you can't, you're not healthy. You know? Yeah. Like, I think it's just it's and then there's like further than that there's plastic surgery you know like I think people it's becoming so affordable and everyone's starting to look like I mean every single girl is like a Kardashian now somehow I know I just we all look the same like this is crazy yeah Yeah. that new Kardashian photo that came out I was like oh man oh man interesting I mean listen they're doing they're up to something it's working but I just think you know individuality is starting to exist less because of the you're able to become other things but um that's a whole other conversation so how did you come to know that there was no quick fix diet because you know at some point in your life i'm sure you believed that it would happen for you totally so i think one time i like got served some ad on facebook like before instagram was even around was like this turmeric green tea natural get ripped like blah 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 and I like ordered it I was like oh I'll try this like this will be cool <laughs> and honestly my heart went through the roof really I was like oh my god I'm gonna die this feels insane because <laughs> it was like so much caffeine and green tea and I don't even know what else was in this stuff I didn't even really do my research I kind of just fell for it yeah sure sure and I was we... like I, I feel terrible and I was like I don't like what's the point I'm like at the end of the day like coming from an athletic background yeah again it just goes back to the same thing i know i can't i know i need to put the work in to get it done you know you need the ten thousand hours to be an expert in anything yeah. is the same for your body you know if you put a good amount of time into it like you're gonna see the result yeah the 10 years ten thousand hours so this was a big year for you you turned 40 yeah. oh. <laughs> i just turned 39 i'm 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 creeping up on you but <laughs> so happy you're so happy it's like the failure thing it's a similar thing like you can't you can't change what happened right like your failures happen they can you can only make them a positive similarly in the age front like you can't you're not going backwards so like either make the best of what you got and how to move forward or like i don't know give up (laughs) i'm not really sure what the other option is like for me that's it you know i'm just like a i'm all gas so like let's keep going and like celebrate this age and celebrate the fact that you now know 10 years more than everyone who's 30, that you have more life experience, that you're just better off and like everything is better. You know, like to me, it's like you're more successful. Hopefully you work harder. You understand your deliverables. You understand 
what makes you happy. Yeah. You know, you're pushing into family life, which like you I've now like really burnt out the single life. You know, I rode that up for way too long as it was. So, yeah. you know, it's like everything is just in a good, comfortable place. But it, I think it's all like comes from a confidence level too. So at 40, do you feel more grounded? Do you feel settled? Do you like, how do you see the world differently? I mean, what? when we first started talking before the show started, I was like, we haven't seen each other for 15 years, but like, and we're completely different people since we last saw each other. Completely different. I mean, I can't even imagine that I coached a ski team at 21 and parents let their kids (laughs) like go with me around North America and to Europe in the summer. Yeah. Like what? Like the kids were 16, 14, you know, like, yeah. What did I, I can't even understand what I knew at 21. I know, but you're when like, you're there, you think, think you know everything. Like, really It's one of those things that, like, as you grow up, you if you're not growing as you grow, it's hard to... You, life passes you by. It's hard to really For acknowledge sure. and appreciate your own personal growth. So, sorry, I cut you off. How do you see the world differently now? No, I just... I mean, I think exactly what you said. I feel like I'm just confident with myself and... That took me a while too, you know, like even like three years ago, like 37, I remember being on a bunch of phone calls with friends being like, what am I good at? Like, what do I do? Because again, like, you're like, how do I introduce you? Yeah. Like I do so, so I'm like, where is this like, Yeah. I don't have a, a one skill set where I'm like, oh, I'm a doctor, you know, yes. like I'm great at medicine. Like my world is self-created in every single way right now. You know, like I created a job for myself. I created a career out of like something that no one had a career at before I was the first two, but like, it's all, yeah. like it's all kind of just happening. So, um, yeah, I think now I'm just like at 40, I'm like, okay, like I'm essentially like almost halfway through my life. Like what, you know, I want to have kids now. I want to have a family. I want to start raising new people and like sharing what I know. I want to apply everything I've learned into a business and like be proud of it. Um, I'm already really proud of what I've accomplished and everything I have as a background and, you know, skiing was such an accomplishment. Like just getting to that level of sport is like so cool. Absolutely. Amazing to look back on and pat yourself on the back and be like, wow, I dedicated a lot of time at a young age and like understood like it got me here. Um, and I think all those things are just little tidbits that lead up to now and you're like, I'm 40, I feel great, I'm healthy. I got a wife I love who loves me. I'm surrounded by great people. I live in a city that I didn't even always, I didn't even know, I'd never been to New York City. I never saw the Twin Towers. Like, now I love the city. Like, I I didn't even know it really existed, but I'm so happy there. Um, And just being, like, happy with and and confident with where you are, I think, is what 40 has taught me anyway. That's an amazing answer. I love that. So, on the health, continuing on this health aspect, how are you keeping your relationships or your, let's just say with your relationship right now with your wife healthy, how do you, uh, I mean, well, we, there's always little things. Like I always think you should go out of your way to do something your partner doesn't expect, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's just like it, I mean, it's, it just goes back to the age old mantra of like treat everyone how you'd like to be treated. Mm-hmm. It's like, I like a little surprise or when I didn't expect someone to do something, it makes me feel good. So just like a quick reminder that, you know, you love them and they're important to you. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just, you know, I mean, 
doing like little things that we love, like cooking together. We try to do a lot of things together. We don't really exercise together because I'm not into arm finisher workouts, which are happening right now. <laughs> um, Amazing. She's like a sprinter, not a runner, so it doesn't doesn't yeah. work. Um, but you know, just taking time to ourselves. We we went on a walk in the evening the other night for the first time, like an hour walk. I felt like I was a ninety year old. Yeah. person out for a walk with his wife and I was like damn I see why people do this this is pretty nice we just like no phones just chatting walking talking about our day everything I, I was that. like we should do this once or twice a week where we just like go for a stroll in the neighborhood which is like so funny but it was like really <laughs> cool um but yeah just understanding I think it's weird because I own a management company which manages my wife and manages me so there's like we work we don't work together but we have like we're in business together, we do a lot of the same deals together, and then my business partner is her manager, which is confusing. But then I have to like talk through all her life with him at his level, and then her life with her. So there's like a whole different, you know, layer going on. You guys it's have like an pretty, ecosystem happening in there. Yeah, it like, took a while to figure out, but it, now it's really good, and just you know, being supportive all the time is like number one. I think just really, you know, listening more than talking over. I think we're all so quick to talk, 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 and like provide the answer before you even hear the end of people's sentences. And mm-hmm. that's something I work on all the time is just like patience in in conversation. Yeah. Because I think it's something that you start to think you know your partner so well that you like know what they're going to say and want to get your little piece in. It's like, just let it happen. <laughs> it goes the way you thought. You can say it in your head. You don't have to say, I knew you were going to say that. You know, but like, um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just day by day, one day at a time. Yeah. Figuring it out. That need to be right or to have the last word, that sort of thing. Just... No. Crazy. Yeah. So you guys, have com- you guys have come up with like a pretty good communication style then, it sounds like. Yeah, we're pretty, yeah, we don't have like... I mean, we're super transparent with each other. There's nothing I, like, don't share similar with Hannah. We've been transparent since the start. I I mean, we kind of met when, I mean, early 30s. She was in her 20s, but I was a little older, and I was just, like, over all the BS of, like, shitty relationships and the lying and the hiding and, like, you know, courting other women while still with your girlfriend or, like, via text. I'm just like, here's my phone. I don't care, you know, like, yeah. I have nothing to hide, and this is, I'd way rather, you know, I knew she was someone special, so I just wanted to live it as it should be, and it's been amazing. I love that, I love that. Uh, okay, so, let's go back a little bit to your social media life. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want to flip the table here and ask you, who influences you the most right now? Yeah. It's weird because I don't know, like, I don't, like, still my friends. Okay. You know, like, I don't really, who inspires me? Yeah, mostly just my friends. I don't really follow, like, anyone in the social space that I'm like, damn, I want to be like that person. I still put myself in, I don't really know anyone online who's like me, so to speak. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like doing, there's a lot of people, I'm doing a lot of people's, like, similar to you in your podcast you know you're like oh i heard this tidbit i'm gonna use that it's Mm -hmm. like the world is full of inspiration i don't look at it as like copying Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I'm more as a compliment that you inspired me to do something similar, and I'm just going to repackage, repurpose it for my own use. Yeah. Which I think is how you know most of the best things that ever came to be are. Besides, yeah. like you know, electricity and things that just like who knows how you invent them, but everything else is just kind of repackage, <laughs> repurpose exercise. And I think for me, that's how I look at mine. It's just a jumble of all these things I see that I like, but there's no people. Um, you know, I'm inspired by business stories and like my friends succeeding and how they did it and how happy they are and the joy it gives them more than I am from like, Oh man, look at that car this dude has on Instagram. You know, yeah. I might be doing that, but it doesn't inspire me. You know, it inspires me to hear from the people I inspire. That like keeps me going more than anything. You know, like I just did a whole Q and A with our friend I Swoon on Instagram about our yard and all the stuff we've done. Yeah. And then people started being like, "Oh, it was so cool! Like, here's what I've done." And like, someone painted their house darker and like shared before and after photos. And I'm like, "That's so cool!" Like yeah. the fact that I'm inspiring someone, it like inspires me. You know. I know exactly what you mean. And I, I honestly, I see that reflected through your work in a lot of ways because you seem so authentic in your message because it's just you and your crew and you're doing things in that way. I think that keeps authenticity. When you try to be someone else without, you lose yeah. who you are. You lose yeah, it. And I've learned that, I think I've, I've learned that twice. Oh, interesting. Being who, yeah. And then I can kind of pinpoint when, you know, like when I first went to university, I went to Laurier and I got there and I had a friend who was like, I knew who he was from high school. And then he became this whole other person at school at university because like he just decided he wanted to be and that's how everyone knew him. And I was like, what? Like, (laughs) that is so not who you were. And suddenly you're this new guy and everyone thinks you're that guy. And I'm like, I'm not going to call you out on it because, hey, man, this might be you moving forward and that's just how you are. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's so weird. You, like, just decided to change. Like, were you just unhappy with how you were or did you always know, like, it was going to be time and you were going to become, like, this ladies' man or, like, what was happening? And then when I moved to New York, too, it was a similar thing. I felt that same feeling again where I started to work in nightlife as a DJ and I was like, this is so weird. Like, are these people who I'm meeting really these people? Okay. Or, like, are they really, like, late partiers? And, like, do they come from this background? Like, there's no there's no anchors to, like, you know, in your town, you're like, oh, where did they go to high school? What neighborhood did they grow up? Mm-hmm. Oh, you can kind of, like, start to paint a picture of people. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, did they play a sport? Oh, I knew someone on that team. You can kind of start to understand who they are. Yeah. In New York, you can't, like... There's no, like, everyone comes from somewhere and there's, you, like, to piece it together would be impossible. So suddenly people can just be who they want to be, which is, like, or who they didn't ever think they were going to be. I don't know. It's a weird thing. So it always, that kind of mentality kept me on my path of, like, I just like who I am and I like where I'm from and I respect it and I just want to keep, you know, on my path. Oh. I, I really, don't know if that makes sense, but it totally so. makes sense. I love that. I like who I am. How often do people say that out loud? Questionable. 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 And it, not in like a conceited way, just in the like, I'm no. proud to be, I'm proud of everything I've done. You know, like as you said, you've made mistakes. Mm-hmm. Who hasn't? Like if you mm-hmm. haven't made mistakes, I would never trust you. Like that's not even realistic. <laughs> like if you've never failed, like I'm not interested in knowing you have no good stories to tell and no real. <laughs> inspirational knowledge to share you know but I think it's cool to 
it's cool to be proud of who you are. You know, you should be. You're, you come this far, if you're not, like, you got something to work on. We all do, but that's probably a bigger one. Uh, I And, okay, so you are becoming quite the YouTube star, Brendan. You're, yeah. You have, like, 85,000 followers or subscribers? 85,000, yeah. It's so tough. Oh. Um, I mean, I grow there faster than Instagram, so I... And I enjoy... You know, it's funny. I enjoy storytelling. Mm-hmm. That's why I like YouTube more, which is, you know, which is kind of how you inspire me on Instagram. I'm like, look at you tell stories through here. I yeah. don't like, I don't know why I don't. I still don't. But I'm always like, that's so cool. You're like actually saying a whole thing from there, which I never was. But that's why I like YouTube. It kind of goes back to like ski days where I just like make little videos. Yeah. And like edit them together. And yeah. I'm so happy about it, you know? Yeah, I that's do. I feel like I'm still doing that just in a different older way but I'm not like I don't know what the direction is I don't know how I should be um I don't know how I should be you know I again like I'm just throwing things at the wall every day I mean like cool this is fun like but that's why I kind of like it because it's a free thinking platform I'm not like okay I'm only gonna do fashion you know like I want to do everything so I might as well try and show everything you know I do know and I think you're doing a really good job I get a lot of blowback from, like, people who are professionals in the space because, like, you got to, like, choose a show angle or whatever, you know? And it's like, eh, I like, and it's like, I wouldn't be inspired, you know? Like, I like my travel content. I like my home content. I like my fashion content. I like, like, whatever, all this stuff. It's just fun. I do, too. I like your workout stuff. I like it a lot. I think I love it. You're awesome to follow. Uh, Okay, so in one of your YouTube uh, videos I was watching semi-recently you you talk about being in a perpetual state of education and Mm -hmm. I wrote that down because I want you to elaborate on that because that I find so inspiring in itself a perpetual state of education because you know I don't know I was born and raised that once school was over you know there's no formal learning left to do I can be who I am but yeah as as I age as I see the world a little bit differently I mean, I used to see the world through a straw. It was like a tiny little yeah. hole. And now... Uh, I agree. So, um, perpetual state of education. Yeah. What does that I mean? Think, I mean, I think if you stop... I mean, no one's ever really stopping learning, but I think it's how deep you choose to go in your learning. Right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, how far do you want to explore things and how much do you like to piece other learnings together with like things that seem foreign to create new knowledge for you. You know, I don't think it's ever going to be, you know, groundbreaking for everyone, but if it helps you and it allows you to think differently and, and inspire others and create new kind of angles and thought patterns for you to just like you're saying, get excited again, you got to keep yourself entertained. And I think once stuff becomes boring, it's because it became monotonous and you stop thinking so I think mm. if you can allow yourself to um, continue to think and continue to educate yourself in different manners, whether it's from books, videos, podcasts, anything, mm-hmm. let's help you keep going. Keep yourself entertained. That's a that's an impactful well, line it, too. Like that's why people get bored in corporate structures, right? Because they like you don't get rewarded a lot. It's like the rewards are few and far between because. It's like the same, I don't, again, I don't really know. I've never worked in so much of a corporate structure, but I would assume 
you know, the rewards are of that work is fewer and far between and more limited and kind of timed. Yeah. Like you're the, or you're the year or like, yeah, hey, yeah, this, sure. This month you did the best versus like, you could win every day right now and excite yourself. You could be like, this was an awesome podcast. Like I, yeah. I got five ideas from it and I want to go do five more with this person, this person, this person. Like, I actually you know, do. Like, <laughs> I was like, I yeah. want to write a blog post on that. Keep yourself entertained. Cause you, I, that just put some, some emotion into words that I haven't been able to articulate very well. And yeah. like keeping yourself entertained doesn't even have to be in like a job scenario or a, a relationship. It's like how, cause the culture these days is like, entertain me, entertain mm-hmm. me instead of yeah. self, like keeping yourself entertained. Yeah, entertain yourself. Entertain yeah. yourself. And I, it's hard to, it's hard to, uh, want to like be always entertained. Mm-hmm. Um, by every like, or be entertaining everyone all the time. Like if you can't entertain yourself, you can't keep yourself busy. Why? Yeah. And excite. Why bother do it at all? You know. Absolutely. Like, that's like so fun. Absolutely. Okay. And so it has to go in waves, right? Like you have to fall out of love to fall back in love. You can't just always be in love. It's like almost impossible. You know, you have to like Hannah's my father-in-law at our wedding said it the best. He's like one of the tips on his wedding speech was like. Um, you're going to fall in in love, in love and out of love. Just make sure you don't do it at the same time. <laughs> oh, I like that. But like you have to, it's a constant wave you're riding, right? It's the same with work. Like some days you're like, why am I even doing this? Like this is, but mm-hmm. then you re-inspire yourself to like figure out why you love it again. You know, it's like, or it gets too much work and you're like over it and don't feel like doing it today. And then like something else kicks back up and you like really like it again. Like, like all those things are important. It's funny because some people think, okay, I, I kind of call that the pendulum swing of life and it's always yeah. going back and forth. However, from the outside looking in, there's like this other cultural belief that when people are at the top or seemingly su- successful, that they they don't have struggle. That, oh, they, right. that they're not... Worse. I know. And so I look at someone like you and I see what you've done and I from the digital world I'm a lesser of an influencer but I also understand what it how much fucking work it takes to edit those videos take the content upload it render it even you're like man hurry up internet and then I know you're working your ass off putting a photo on Instagram like how much time it takes how much time does that freaking take you know it's like so people like oh it's so nice like it must be so easy to post a couple photos there I'm like I challenge you to post three photos a day for the next two years of your life. Yeah, exactly. Good luck. <laughs> like it's beyond, it's painful. Yeah. And again, like I, I hate it sometimes and I won't post for a couple of days and I'm like, oh, I got to do this. Like I got to, I got to like teach myself to fall in love with it again all the time, which is like not easy, but it's a, it's work, you know, work by nature of definition is not fun. Right. You know, it's, it's work and you have to make it fun, but it's still always going to be work. It's still always going to, and you're going to still face the same shit that everyone faces, maybe on a different scale, or it might look a little bit different, but it still feels the same. And it's still the challenge. Yeah, always, no matter how successful you get, you know, I consider myself successful on certain levels and then completely unsuccessful on other levels. Sure. So like, you know, you can, I can go back to my hometown of 2,500 people. I'm like, wow, I'm pretty successful. I made it out of here. I'm doing like things that people dream of doing in their lifetime. I'm traveling yeah. around the world. Like that's all amazing. Like, yes, 
clearly I'm successful, then I can sit at one dinner table with someone in New York and be like, wow, I don't even know what to tell you I do. It's completely unimportant to you and you will think it's nothing. You know, like, it's so funny. You know, it's like always, always up and down like that. So I don't, it's, yeah, I think you just got to, you know, be happy with who you are and what you're doing. Okay, so if I could ask you one more question, uh, or if you could give us one final thought on sort of your goals for 2020 or your, 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 your vision right now, your perspective right now, what would it be? Um, well, you know, similar to the overarching mindset we've talked about, mm-hmm. um, came into 2020 pretty hot, <laughs> thinking it was going to be a great year as we all did, um, had a lot of momentum and this has been interesting because, you know, I've got a DJing's a big part of my life, um, probably 50% of my income, and that is was pretty much wiped away overnight. Yeah. Um, but again, it gave me the time to think about things I've been dying to like put pen and paper to, or a pen to paper on, um, and feel out like how I can create. I don't know. I've been thinking for years, like, do I really want to be like a 50 year old DJ? Probably not. You know, like, cool if I am, but I'd like to be able to choose when I do it and when I don't and not have to do it to, you know, provide um, for myself and my family. So just 2020 for me is like a, to answer that, uh, is a year of change, um, a year of finding drive you didn't know existed, mm. but you know is within you. Mm. So you, you know it's... I, I guess you did know exists. You know it's within you, but you haven't tapped into it yet. So I'm like really trying to find that, and then also like structure all the things and my thoughts accordingly to like come out with a couple new things that are not going to be. It's not going to again. It's like back to the fitness mentality. These aren't going to be successful businesses overnight. They're just not, you know. But um, I know the work it's going to take to put into them, and I'm like really excited and scared. You know, like they keep me up at night. It took me an hour and a half to fall asleep last night that I didn't think would take me because I was just thinking about like, do I want to put all this effort into this? Will it be a thing that will work or will it not? You know, like, ah, like, uh, what should it be called? How should I do it? Uh, You know, but it's like you need to go through that mental exercise, I think, to put time and effort into anything. But thanks for sharing that because that's a vulnerable thought that not many people who who like are looking from the outside would ever know because it just, we, we, we make assumptions that it's easy for you because it's hard for me. So it must've been easy for you. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. No, it's definitely hard, you know, like Mm -hmm. like doing, building something brand new and like partnering with people or do it, do you do it on your own? Like Mm -hmm. you built your level of success to this, where you are currently and are you able to understand what that is and how you can leverage that into doing more, Mm-hmm. But what if it fails? Mm-hmm. Well, what if it does? Yeah, you know, like, mm-hmm. do you have a big red X on your like outward-facing lifestyle and brand? Like, do people care? Do they not? Um, are they happy you tried? Probably not. You know, people like to shit on you really quickly on <laughs> social media or like uh-huh. and whatever. So it's all it's all how you package it and like. But again, you're as you said, like you can just learn from it, you know, and if 
I read a quote the other day. It was like, you know, Wayne Gretzky said, like, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So up to you, you know? Yeah. Like, you can sit here and never, never try if you want, but I'd like to try. And that's what I'm kind of built myself on and how I've got to where I am today. So I got it. How would I ever get to the U.S.? You know, I never even thought about it. I figured it out in like three months, and just did it without a lawyer on my own. Like, you just you just figure it out. You know? Yes, I, I do. The same mentality and the same mental awareness and strength just continues to bleed through. Okay, I'm we're, I'm super inspired. That was an awesome conversation, Brendan. Thank you so what much. What are you gonna create, Alisa? Yeah. What are you gonna create? Well. You're going to have to wait and see, and I'll be watching you, <laughs> and I'll, I'll have all the links in the show notes to link you to all of the cool stuff that you're doing for everyone to see. Cool. I just want to say I'm super proud of you. It's so nice to see someone who has grown up in the same lane as me and shares a lot of the same mental um, strengths and weaknesses and just overall goal-setting structures to create something on their own that's inspiring other people to do great stuff and just maybe giving someone a glimpse of light they didn't have in a day when they thought they weren't going to have one. I think you're doing that and hats off to you. Oh. I hope you continue to do it for many years ahead. And I hope to be able to do something with you at some point <laughs> yeah. around what we've been able to create and how we've been able to help people. Ah, oh, that was such a beautiful compliment. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I look forward. We sh- I, if only we had some wine to salute each other, but uh, we'll save that for another day. <laughs> yeah. 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Brendan. Okay, that's all for today. I want to give a huge thanks to my guest, Brendan Falls, for sharing his story. His hard work and dedication to the health of himself and those around him truly are like the biggest inspiration to me so thank you so much you can find out more about brendan at brendanfollows.com at at brendanfollows on instagram and become a subscriber to his youtube channel brendan Follis. all the links will be in the show notes if you haven't done so yet please head over to apple Podcasts or google play and subscribe rate and leave a written review follow the show on spotify and share on your social media don't forget to tag me at at alisa curry lewis Thank you all so much for listening. Have the best day, everyone. Until next time.